Hi, friends. I'm Tierney. And I'm Shelby. And we're Dead Dead Drunk. Drunk. All too often, we see women go missing. One minute, they're lighting up the room, and the next, they're nowhere to be found. That is very much the case this week. A young teacher tragically goes missing from a small town, and it takes years to find justice. Don't worry, though. This case will not leave you guessing or questioning, because there was a fairly recent break in the case of Tara Grinstead. something <laughs> no you can say something now i can say something now <laughs> yeah oh, okay good um if you guys haven't noticed shelby's not here this week yeah, through them through the fucking ringer and that one <laughs> they're like shelby's voice got very deep all of a sudden i'm glad she's transitioning <laughs> i love the journey for I love, her i love that journey for it no shelby's just super busy this week there's i mean there's a million things going on in the world obviously yeah dead drunk he's uh clench up because <laughs> shit's going down yeah. like we think there's a lot going on now but i i saw on twitter it was an ad from cbs that said like new season of young sheldon dropping late next week <laughs> and i quote tweeted and responded now is not the time <laughs> sit down young sheldon <laughs> you, i thought i would never say this but young sheldon you will have your turn <laughs> <laughs> yeah um guys if you haven't heard previous episodes of the podcast this is adam hi i tricked him into being my boyfriend and he's still here it was a good trick (laughs) i tricked him (laughs) it's like a knives out level of tricking and i'm excited knives out too is a thing it's tba okay well i would want to see that movie nothing will top clue but knives out two might come close knives out two (laughs) colon not knives clue. In. Oh, knives in. <laughs> there it is. Uh, there it is. They copyright it right now. Take that, Ryan Johnson. <laughs> All right. Your name spelled R I A N. Who? The director of Knives Out. Oh, is Ryan uh, why Johnson. do you know that? <laughs> because he's a big director. <laughs> okay. He's a big director. He was nominated for awards. He directed The Last Jedi. You see, he never saw that. You know, I didn't like The Last Jedi at first, and then it grew on me because it was like of all the the risks that it took. Because it was like, hey, all of these things, we're throwing it out the window. This is its own thing. And then Star Wars nerds went apeshit. And then Ryan Johnson got fired from directing the the last (laughs) one. Okay. Meanwhile, right when he got fired, he's like, great, now I can make knives out. <laughs> I can make knives out. <laughs> yeah. My lifelong dream, a which, murder mystery. What, he, I mean, what, I get what, it. I think he won an I don't know if he won an Oscar, but oh, he was really? definitely nominated for a bunch. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. Good for you, Ryan Johnson. Including including Daniel Craig, I believe, was nominated. We all know how you felt about that. Oh, my God. His accent was terrible. He was like, I'm Daniel Craig, and I'm trying really hard to have a southern accent for this movie. It, it but was, then sometimes I'm going to talk like this, and then was, I'm going to go right back more, to this. It was more specific than a southern accent. It was... Molasses coming out my mouth. And you kind of had the Savannah accent. Savannah. Where molasses <laughs> is just spilling out of your mouth. <laughs> that sort of... No. Um, I don't remember what region... He was going for with that one. But whatever it is, Chief called. In, in, in my head, it was an imaginary region that does not exist. Chief called. He said, this ain't this it. This ain't it. 
And on that note, yeah. I want to tell you about the cocktail. Oh, yeah. There's S- drinking. Yes, there's drinking. Um, so this week we're drinking the Pecan Pie Manhattan from CakeAndKnife.com. Sweet Lord. I was so excited good. to tell you about this because oh my. You I... You know that's my favorite pie and, and my favorite, favorite cocktail. cocktail in one. Yeah. Uh, I texted my stepdad like 10 minutes ago and I was like, you're going to love the drink this week. We have to make it on Thanksgiving. So I'd have an IV drip of it if they made it. <laughs> Yo, I think that's like the next step in White Claw's evolution. Is like an IV drip. The claw. That's IV. the next step. You don't think there's any steps in between? <laughs> <laughs> like that's an X. It goes from White Claws to injecting alcohol into your body. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, don't do that with the pecan hi- Please, pie, man. Please, for the love of Christ, don't do that. <laughs> drip the- up dead drunkies. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> uh, anyway, don't worry. You will get the connection later on to why it's a pecan pie, Manhattan. Oh yeah, I forgot there was a connection. Yeah. So what you're going to do first is take a cup of toasted pecans, a tablespoon of vanilla extract, and two cups of bourbon and put them all together in a mason jar. Mm. And then you're going to put the lid on and pop the mixture in the fridge. The recipe says to leave it in there for like two to three days, but I don't have the willpower for that. So I would say like put it in overnight and call it a day. You know what I mean? Do you do you realize like earlier today we were watching The Sound of Music and we got to where it said intermission and we went, (laughs) at least I went, there's still an hour left. (laughs) I I can't right now. Yeah. (laughs) And then what was the other thing we wanted to watch today? Oh, Wolf Wolf of Wall Wall Street. Street. Do we have the... Will wherewithal from, for a for that marathon probably not once you infuse the bourbon you're going to use it to make a regular manhattan so two ounces of the bourbon a half an ounce of sweet vermouth a dash half of bitters ounce. and an orange peel garnish i usually go with a, a full shot of sweet really vermouth. two sh- i do two shots of bourbon one shot of sweet vermouth you really like your vermouth shitload of bitters shitload of bitters oh yeah whenever like i'm at a uh, a bar pre you know apocalypse um <laughs> i'd say you know like I, i'd see them put the bitters in and they do the like weird bartender thing where they grab it with two fingers and just go like this go like splish splish yes <laughs> and that's it i wanted to be like no 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 do that again and again <laughs> i put in a lot of bitters in my manhattan well but the pecan pie manhattan Maybe it doesn't need that many. Well, bitters. the sweet vermouth, and then you're putting in all this. Yeah, other so maybe shit. you don't need. Yeah, you don't need a full shot. Yeah, right. All right. So anyway, are you ready for the case? Yes. No, that's not what you say. You don't listen to our podcast. Are you ready for the case? Drink up, dead drunkies. Yeah, there you go. Drip up, <laughs> dead drunkies. No, do not IV drip this. Insert your funnels. No, stop. But chug this week's cocktail. Oh my God. Don't listen to him, please. <laughs> please don't do that. For legal reasons, do not do that. Tara Faye Grinstead was born on November 14th, 1974. A Scorpio sister. Growing up in Georgia, Tara was a beauty queen. And in 1999, she won the title of Miss Tifton, which is a place in Georgia. The winnings from this competition actually helped fund most of Tara's college education. And then she went on to earn a master's degree from Valdosta State University. Valdo- I think it's Valdosta. Valdosta. Yeah, Valdosta. You guys know we don't know how to pronounce anything here. Well, and you and Shelby don't know how to pronounce Mostly it. Shelby. Yeah. So Tara got her degree in education in 2003, but she had actually been teaching high school history in Irwin County, Georgia since 1998. Nice. 
Good yeah, for him. back when you didn't need a master's to <laughs> And also, to we, we are currently big fans of Georgia. Like uh, Georgia a lot right now. For right now. For right we now. We might end up hating them in a couple yes. hours. We'll see. Uh, specifically, Atlanta, Savannah, Macon, and... We now know all the counties of every state because of this election. No, I know, like, the, the, if you look at the map, it's like city, blue, yeah. city, blue, city, yeah. blue. So I'm like, you know, I have never given this much thought to Macon, Georgia. <laughs> but I'm like... Love you, girl. Okay. So... Tara loved her job. Other teachers would describe her as dedicated. Her principal, Bobby Connor, actually said that she had a quote-unquote magnetic personality and that the kids loved her. Teachers also said that she was always eager to go to school each day, which made it especially alarming when on the morning of October 24th, 2005, Miss Grinstead did not show up to school. Oh, boy. Tara's coworkers decided that something was very wrong, so they called the police and they asked them to check up on her, which was good because a lot of times people don't Take that step right away. But they did. Upon arriving at Tara's house, the police noticed a few things. The first was that Tara's car was still outside. So they knocked and they rang the doorbell, hoping to find Tara inside and maybe just sleeping off the night before because she had reportedly attended a barbecue. We all know how barbecues do, especially in the South. Georgia. That was where the molasses... Molasses. Spilling out of your mouth. (laughs) So... After there was no answer, police decided to go inside, and Tara wasn't there. Neither were her keys to her car or her purse. However, Tara's phone was inside. Okay, weird. The keys weren't there, but the car was. Right, and her purse was gone, but her phone was. Purse would make sense, because cards and and money and... But her phone is still there, and her car is still there. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. Because if she had left, she probably would have had all those things in her car and her car would be gone. Right. So she probably didn't leave on her own volition is what they're thinking. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So police now agreed with Tara's coworkers that something was definitely not right. They immediately called the Georgia Bureau of Investigation or the GBI, as I'll refer to it later, to let them know about Tara, meaning that they recognized right away that this was probably a case that was way too big for their small town to handle, which is good. Oh, come on. What? Have, have more confidence in yourself, small town. Well, class. they this at the time, I don't know what this place in Georgia, I think it's a Scylla was where she taught. Um, I don't know what it's like now, but back then, like this was completely unheard of. This was the kind of town where you would leave your doors unlocked and you would It's always leave those your towns. car like it yeah, you you knew everyone, you trusted everyone. It's always those towns. Tara's case then unfortunately didn't have a lot of action. Um, the investigator said it never went cold, but they were getting tips, but nothing that was really important. It went room temperature. <laughs> yeah. It was like lukewarm. That is at least until three years later in 2008. A lot happened this year in Tara's case. Obama was elected. Yes, that okay. is true. <laughs> Part of her. First, the case was covered on the CBS news show 48 Hours, which I'm sure you've heard of, right? Yeah, yeah. It was during this episode that Tara's case was first compared to another case, the case of Jennifer Kessie of Orlando, Florida. Kessie went missing just three months after Tara on January 23rd, 2006. So naturally, I looked into the Jennifer Kessie case, but besides the fact that a woman went missing, there really is not much that these cases have in common. 
I was going to give you a quick rundown, but I kind of think I want to cover her for a case in the future because it might be a good episode. So make sure to come back for that in a few weeks, a few months. Uh, I don't know. Maybe never. Maybe never. Maybe tomorrow. Who knows? Probably not tomorrow. So the big thing the 48 Hours episode revealed is that a latex glove had been found just outside of Tara's home on the morning the police went to check on her. For three years, they had been withholding this information, which does seem a bit alarming, I'm sure. But to catch Adam up, police sometimes do like to hold things back for strategic reasons. One of these, and probably the main reason that we usually see, is that they want to weed out false confessions. Do they get a lot of those? Yes. Especially with cases like this that are really um, heavily in the press. A lot of people, not a lot of people, but people sometimes try to put themselves into the spotlight with a false confession and leaving out key information, such as the fact that someone was wearing a latex glove could clue them in to if a confession they're getting is legitimate or not, because if they were actually part of it, they might mention the glove. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Not from the, the confessor's standpoint. I don't, is that worth it? What do you mean? To be like, oh, I'm the one who did it. Well, some people are mentally ill. Oh, they are. Yeah. (laughs) So (sighs) there there are other reasons that they would keep this information at bay. But in my opinion, although this detail is important to investigators, I don't think it's really something super important to release to the public at first. I agree. But I also work at a bank, so (laughs) take that how you will. Okay. I believe they used this to maybe jog someone's memory about something they had seen. But they also did reveal the DNA on the glove had been analyzed. And the DNA does belong to a man. However, they have not identified this person yet. Men. (laughs) It's always men. Yeah. It actually is like always men. Not always. Enough. Enough. (laughs) Unfortunately, releasing this information didn't really bring any breaks in the case. In February of 2009, however, a video was posted to the YouTube channel Catch Me Killer that was of interest to the people investigating Tara's case. The video is of a Georgia man seemingly bragging about slaughtering 16 women, one of them being Jennifer Kessie, as I mentioned before, and another, Tara Grinstead. Wait, what kind, did we watch this YouTube video? No, the YouTube video has been taken off the internet, so I couldn't find it, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I searched like, everywhere. I was like, was it an Elliot Roger type situation or uh, like a secret? It tape? was. It wasn't exactly Elliot Roger because he had changed his voice and put a blur over his face. So oh, he was trying so to. So it's more like a Zodiac type thing. Yeah. Oh, look at you. <laughs> got weird. <laughs> yeah. So before we go any further with this case. I want to take a minute to tell you about this week's sponsor. You guessed it, The Drifting Souls. Well, The Drifting Souls is a boutique that we love and we think you guys will love them too. They sell drinkware, t-shirts, sweatshirts, and other cool things that make the perfect gift for your friends, family, or honestly for yourself. I was browsing this morning and I had to seriously restrain from ordering anything on this site. The next thing I'll be ordering is probably the wine tumbler that says, this is my Hallmark Christmas movie wine because I'm already in Christmas mode. My tree is up and I am ready to watch Hallmark movies and to drink to distract myself from the state of the world. Woohoo! We love that the Drifting Souls is a women-run business because to quote True Crime Obsessed, say it with me, let the women do the work! Do the work. <laughs> Every order is also custom printed just for you. 
so you know you're getting the highest quality product every single time. If you order by December 6th, your order is guaranteed to arrive by Christmas, but why wait? Head over to thedriftingsouls.com to shop now and make sure to use our code DEADDRUNK for 20% off at checkout. That's thedriftingsouls.com and use D-E-A-D-D-R-U-N-K at checkout for 20% off. Would they have anything there that I would like? Yeah, I mean, they mostly have women's stuff, but they have accessories and stuff that everybody could use. Great. Yeah. So back to the case. In the video, the Catch Me Killer talks about brutally murdering 16 girls and hiding their bodies. What? So I had previously compared this to Zodiac because it's kind of like... He's calling in, he's changing his voice, and well, he didn't really change his voice, but and it's all the clues and stuff like that. Zodiac Killer, pretty cool name. Catch Me Killer. <laughs> what was it like? Do That Morning, man? The name? <laughs> Can I say that? Yes. Okay, cool. So he talks about brutally murdering 16 girls and hiding their bodies. Oh, I probably shouldn't. Have he then gives clues to open murder investigations, challenging police to find the truth before he reveals himself. So the video has been taken off the internet, as I said before, but from what I was able to put together from an article by Lee Farron of ABC News, the Catch Me Killer says this, quote, once all 16 bodies are found, you'll know exactly who I am. Every clue will lead to a new body. Every body will lead to a new clue. I swear to God, if this is a new cap and crunch thing where it's like, follow the clues. and you're <laughs> It's like the McDonald's game board. <laughs> oh, my God. If, if or, it, oh, my God. Remember the Fly 92.3 Shadow? No. What was that? Fly 92.3, a local radio station here. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I well they don't know. That's remember, true. there are people Do- listening to us right now. I live in the 518 bubble. That's all <laughs> That's all I ever know. Um, they did a thing where there was somebody called the shadow and they would give clues to where he was. And if you went up to him and that you don't know what he looks like. And if you went up to the person and gave them a note that was like, you're the shadow, like you would win like a bunch of money. You're the shadow. And it's like he hands you a slip and it's like, here's where I've buried the 16 bodies. <laughs> and you're like, I just wanted tickets to Michael Bublé at the time. <laughs> Times Union Center. No, um, sidebar, do you remember the contest that they did uh, on Fly 92 where it's like you had to stay on a bus for a certain amount of time? Yes. And then they had they like tortured you every day? Yes. And one of the tortures was they pl- it was when Umbrella by Rihanna was big. And it was so like they, Umbrella, they, they, A, Well, a, they just played the a, Ella, Ella, a, Ella for 24 hours. And then didn't they switch to A, 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 A? You know what would have been worse is like the second it changed, you're like, oh, at least it's something different. And then when they went back <laughs> to Ella, Ella, they're just like, God damn it. <laughs> I think they won like a gift card to Guptals or something. I don't <laughs> Probably. know. Probably. <laughs> or as Billy Fusillo calls it, Gumptals, where they have 67 <laughs> colors of ice cream. I'll fuck your wife. <laughs> And that's it with the 518 references for the day. Check, please. Uh, check, please. <laughs> okay. So although he tried to stay anonymous in the video, the police soon found the man behind the YouTube channel, and his name was Andrew Haley. Haley was a 27-year-old Georgia man, but besides residing in Georgia, Haley had no connection to the Tara Grinstead case or to any of the others. Oh, so he was just a fake. As I said before, sick people often come forward for attention and give false confessions. And that's Aww. exactly what Andrew Haley did. 
Well, I hope he got the uh, care that he needs. Haley actually ended up being originally sentenced to two years in a work release program, followed by three years in prison for evidence tampering and making false statements. However, the tampering with evidence conviction did end up getting reversed, although the false statements one did not. So good. It sounds like he did get the help he needs. <laughs> Jail. <laughs> Jail. Yeah. Oh, that's justice system. But it's so fucked up to do that. Yeah. Also, yes. Like, that just wasted so much time of investigators when they could have been actually trying to solve the case. Imagine the cop. Like, I watched a whole freaking YouTube video. And imagine the family being like, yeah. oh my gosh, we have justice for our daughter. And then, oh wait, never mind. It's just an asshole. So, like, he deserved to be in prison. Yeah, fair. More than fair. Yeah. So, as I said, unfortunately, this put investigators back to square one in the Tara Grinstead case. In February of 2017, 12 years after Tara Grinstead went missing, police received a tip from a woman named Brooke Sheridan, concerned that her boyfriend, Bo Dukes, had something to do with Tara's disappearance. Go for it. Roast him. Go ahead. Two dope. No. Two dope names. Oh, you think it's a dope name, Bo Dukes? Unbelievable. <laughs> Bo Dukes? Are you kidding me? I wish my name was Bo Dukes. You do? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> and then what was her name? Brooke Sheridan. Great name. It's a pantsuit, making things happen from a bit like from a CEO, executive suite, Brooke Sheridan. Yes. <laughs> Brooke Sheridan, MD. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then Bo Dukes. Of Hazard. He probably owns like a gravel company that does really well throughout a lot of... Can- is that's not not cl- even close? Did you hear the sentence I said that had his name in it, or did you just hear Bo Dukes? And I heard like, Bo Dukes, and I went into you a blacked trance. Out. Yeah, yeah. She's she is concerned that her boyfriend Bo Dukes had something to do with Tara's disappearance. You could still own a gravel company. Okay, no. He you doesn't. watched Euphor- Israel Keys did own a construction company. I will say you watched Euphoria. Oh my god. <laughs> Eric Dane, successful construction company, child predator. <laughs> Israel Key, successful Spoiler. construction okay. company, serial killer. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I get where you're coming from. I know my stuff. But Dukes was not an upstanding citizen and did not own a gravel company, to say the least. Bummer. In 2006, he enlisted in the U.S. Army and served in Iraq and Afghanistan. However, it was not an honorable discharge that brought Dukes back to Georgia. Oh, boy. According to a reporter from thecinemaholic.com, In 2013, it was found that Dukes had been stealing money from the army, totaling upwards of $150,000. Holy shit. No, not, not, not upstanding. Yeah. So when they found out, they kicked him out. Yeah. And then he served 27 months in federal prison and had to pay more than $134,000 back to the government. He was released in 2015, but he still had to serve three years of probation. Two years later is when Brooke Sheridan came forward. And she told police a story Dukes had told her that he knew what happened to Tara Grinstead. According to Dukes, his friend, Ryan Duke, of no familial relation. So, Bo Dukes and Ryan Duke. Are you shitting me? No. No, no relation. No. (laughs) What the? And it's not, it's like Jones. No, it's Duke and Dukes. They're uh, technically, they're different names. (laughs) still yeah so it was not Bo dukes it was ryan duke that had killed tara duke tried to burglarize tara's home allegedly for drug money but when she caught him he hit her which ended up killing her like a blow to the head when duke realized what he'd done he fled the scene and then hours later he actually called the home of tara grinstead 
praying that she would not answer the phone because she'd still be alive. However, when there was no answer, Duke knew that he had to go back and cover his tracks. Duke entered Tara Grinstead's home for the second time, removed her body, and drove her to a pecan field, which is why we're drinking a pecan by Manhattan. With the help of Bo Dukes, the two lit her body on fire and tended to it for hours on end to make sure that her remains were disposed of completely. No. Yeah. Just two bros with a fire going at a pecan field. No, 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 no. The smell. I love that that's your first concern. Well, you've burned your hair before. (sighs) Yeah. Imagine now all of it. (laughs) It's not funny. upon bringing ryan duke in he confessed and he showed immediate remorse saying that he should have come forward earlier and that he was ashamed of his actions when tested the dna found on the latex glove matched the dna of duke and of grinstead and when police went to the pecan fields they were able to find bits of bone though they were not able to determine if they actually belonged to tara grinstead the piece that sealed the case for the GBI was the information about Duke calling Gridstead's home before going back to dispose of her body, because this was a piece of evidence that they had never released to the public. So only someone involved with Tara's death would have known this detail. So that's one of the ones that they withheld? Right. Oh, okay. Yep. Bo Dukes was charged with concealing a death, tampering with evidence, and hindering the apprehension of a criminal. However, Duke's attorney tried to say that the roles were reversed and that Bo Dukes had killed Tara Grinstead and that Ryan Duke was the one to help. Wait, this was Bo Dukes' attorney? No, Ryan Dukes. I know, it's so confusing. Ryan Duke. So Bo Dukes was charged with those three things. Then Ryan Duke's attorney tried to say, no, 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 Ryan really just helped Bo. And Bo did it. But homeboy confessed. Yeah, I know, but... Uh, Ryan Duke's brother Stephen was questioned and he expressed that Ryan Duke was afraid of Bo Dukes. He said, quote, he was scared of what Bo was capable of and he would take the fall or say that he did it to make sure that Bo didn't do anything to anybody. I've had enough Dukes (laughs) for one day. I know. Um, Despite this, as I said before, it was Ryan Duke's DNA that was found on the glove, not Bo's. And with the confession and, and no familial, no familial <laughs> anything. Yeah. Right. Um, so maybe it's the third Duke. Stephen Duke. No. Okay. <laughs> I just blew this case wide open. So Bo Dukes was later connected to an incident that happened months before he was connected to the Grinstead case where he raped two women and held them at gunpoint. Oof. Okay. Yeah. So on March 29th, 2019, Bo Dukes was sentenced to 25 years in prison. That, that makes sense. Ryan Duke, however, is still awaiting his trial. What? Mm-hmm. The guy who confess yes this was 08 his lawyers who are currently working pro bono filed an emergency appeal asking for the government to provide funds for private investigators and expert witnesses for duke however the judge denied the appeal saying that he denied funds from the government when he denied the use of a public defender so he said i don't want your help i'm gonna go get my private law firm oh but wait can i have money for other things and, I mean, he's very poor. He lives in a, well, 
I'm sure he's in jail now, but he lives in a rural area. Yeah, that hand motion is helping our listeners as well as me. He lives in a trailer park. That was a trailer. The rectangle. How the hell was I supposed to get a rectangle? All right, that's fair. (laughs) So he's, I mean, he's not, he doesn't have money, but so then you should have accepted the public defender and everything that came with it, not denied that and then asked them for some. Uh, Yeah, but I I do see where he would see a private firm would be like, hey, we'll work your case pro bono and then feel like, well, the state's trying to get me. So why would I take their public defender when I got this free? But then why are you asking for things, money from the state? Because he's not super smart. (laughs) Well, his lawyers are supposed to be. Then they probably shouldn't be working pro bono. (laughs) Yeah. So why should the government pay for other resources? They're probably not going to. But Duke's attorneys are taking it to the Supreme Court. So it could be a while before Duke is sentenced for the murder of Tara Grinstead. Huh. That's our case. That's it's heartbreaking to hear that justice hasn't been brought in a dozen years for this case. Yep. Um but yeah, that's what what do they like bring it to the Supreme Court on the grounds of? Like what do they like what gra- they they got a confession. They got DNA evidence at the crime so scene. I think they're so like in this is completely different, but I'm using this because I know that you know um, Adnan Syed's case. Okay, his appeal that they're working on right now that's been denied so many times is on the ineffective assistance of counsel because his lawyer botched his case. Oh, so the pro bono So I think that his lawyers are trying to say, like, if you don't give us this, we're just going to appeal it on ineffective assistance of counsel. And say, we did a bad job? I don't... Like, he didn't have all the resources that he should have. They said, no, 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 we'd work pro bono. (laughs) Heck. Because we love vertigo. That's a good Hello, hello. Hello. Hola. We work pro bono. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) But yeah, so devastating, That's, but also at least we, we pretty much know who did it. We're getting Duke the, and Dukes. We're getting the... The Dukes. What are the odds? The Dukes. The, du- the Dukes of actual hazard. The Dukes hazard, of actual hazard. Of medical and, and corporeal hazard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so what do we what do we want to do? A chaser here? Yes, I have a chaser prepared. You do? But first, follow us on Instagram at Dead Drunk Crime. And follow us on Twitter at Dead Drunk Crime. You guys can DM us there. You can tweet us. You can send us pics of your pecan pie Manhattan. It's awesome there. You can also send those things to deaddrunkpod at gmail.com. Or you can keep sending us scary stories. I know October's over, but we will still read them and love them. Uh, Facebook is Dead Drunk and True Crime Podcast and Dead Drunk Discussions. You can join us at our discussion page. And we post nonsense things. And we also post true crime things. And we just talk. And we have a lot of fun there. So come join us. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash deaddrunk. For $5 a month, you can get an Israel Keys episode. We're still unlocking the mystery behind Israel Keys. And please let us know, if you are a patron right now, what's some other content you would like to see. This month, we are stalled in our Israel Keys research because obviously nobody knows what happened. But we're sending out t-shirts to our patrons this month. So if you want to come 
get a t-shirt totally do that and our merch is also in the show notes so if you want to just buy a t-shirt you can go there but it's not going to be as cool as the one i make for our patrons and make sure to go to the driftingsouls.com that's also linked in our show notes use code dead drunk for 20 percent off your order before december 6th i am a patron yes you are so i would like to put in some suggestions for episodes first Crap. off uh more adam uh i just like his vibe you yeah, know? yeah yeah to uh you guys don't talk about gaming enough and i want to know what's like going on on twitch like you guys playing among us or shelby is what happened to fall guys i Who? wanted to play fall guys i don't know what that is you haven't seen like the fall guys stuff no is it like Fortnite? no it's literally like it's an obstacle course and you control like a little guy and there's a, you're in a lobby with like a hundred other. Oh, guys. I remember this. Yeah, and then you have to run. I'm through sure stuff. you could still play it. But there's probably gonna be like two guys on there now. <laughs> so because anyway, who else here is still playing Fall Guys? Like all of us, we're all still playing Fall Guys. I'm kidding. I don't want gaming content from you guys. I don't even game myself. So. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for my suggestions. That. Yeah, more Adam. Yeah. I'm planning on doing an episode soon. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll probably be crazy and weird and funny. Should I hint at what I'm thinking about doing? If you'd like to. It's related to a pair of controversial Nike sneakers, which is the Nike Decade, a running sneaker that was worn by the topic of my episode. All right, so if you guys have listened to this point and you know what case it is, DM me on Instagram at Dead Drunk Crime, and I will send you stickers. If oh, you get it right. that'll be fun. Yeah. yeah. All right, so what's our chaser? Our chaser today is a quiz from HowStuffWorks.com. Okay. Which Dukes of Hazard character are you? Oh, my God. <laughs> are you ready to find I, out? I, I know the answer is Daisy Dukes, but let's see. <laughs> All right. Since we had Ryan Duke and Bo Dukes, I want to see what Duke you are. Ready? Okay, yeah. How impulsive are you? Very, not very. I can be sometimes or not at all. Not very. The opposite of me. Yeah, you would probably corroborate my <laughs> my pick there. How much of a flirt are you? I flirt a lot. I flirt a little. I flirt constantly. Not much of one at all. I'd say not much of one at all. Yeah. Yeah. If you couldn't tell by the cadence of my voice. <laughs> You're not really flirty. Nobody wants to hear C-SPAN in their ear during pillow talk. <laughs> I do. I love you. Love you too. So the ballots are still being counted in <laughs> several states. Nevada. So we won't know. Yeah. Welcome to All Things Considered. I am your host, Adam. That, was, that wasn't bad. There you go. All right, what kind of weapon might you use in a fight? A bow and arrow, my fists, a gun, or I would run? In a fight? Yeah. I've never been in a fight. So I would run? No, I'd probably use my fists. Okay, I would run. <laughs> okay. What might you drive? A Dodge Charger, I like to ride shotgun, a Jeep, or whatever's around. <laughs> This is just to narrow out like Grand Theft Auto suspects. <laughs> like whatever's around, whatever's unlocked. Um, 
However, this is going to be the dorkiest answer to this question. I'm definitely, when it comes to cars, I'm a Toyota or Honda person, so I would not get a Dodge because uh, I'm Honda or Toyota. So whatever's around? Probably. As long as it's a Honda, Toyota, maybe a Subaru. I hear Hyundais are getting pretty good, actually. Nice. Their new ones are good. How wealthy are you? (laughs) Not at all? uh, Don't even have to read the rest. Not at all or not very? Um, I applied for Obamacare when I was unemployed, and I was considered beneath the poverty line. So not at all. Not at all. Okay. She really hitched her wagon, her horse, to a good wagon. Yeah, here. guys, if you have any rich men that are <laughs> looking to for a sugar Okay, so baby, my Venmo is... My Venmo is... Actually, I think my Venmo right now is Dead Drunk Podcast. So if you want to Venmo Dead Drunk Podcast, please do. Do you wear the color yellow a lot? No. I'm trying to think. I have two yellow T-shirts, and they're both band so shirts. So on occasion, then. Not Is that an no. option? Yeah. Yeah. Then yeah, I have two yellow T-shirts. A Father John. You wore Misty one shirt. yesterday. Yeah, that was my the other band shirt, Sweet Crude. It's a band from New Orleans. They use as an electric violin. They're pretty cool. But uh, <coughs> <They're> my <coughs> yeah, my main one's my Father John Misty T-shirt. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, it's a good one. Are you thought of as being level-headed? I'd say so. Why yeah. don't you say yeah. so? I'd like to think so. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to think so. Do you wear a lot of revealing clothes? <laughs> My assless chaps, do they count? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't wear a lot of revealing clothes. Okay. What do I what do I wear when we're just hanging out around the apartment? Jeans, yeah, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> no, I've never seen you wear a pair of sweatpants. I own sweatpants. I only Do wear, you? I only wear I've them. I've probably I'm, worn them. I wear. Yeah, I only wear them when I'm like sick, or <laughs> it's winter and I'm home alone. I made my family disappear. <laughs> anyway, God. have you been in the military? Great Reed Velma. No. I'm gonna say no. It doesn't really suit me. You don't think I could be? Or no, in the and I don't want to. I'm going to enlist right now. Just to show you. Please don't. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm not in the military. All right. No, and I don't want to. Okay. Yeah. That's... Are you into coffee? Yes. What is there like levels to it? Or is it not yes at no? all. Not really. It's okay. Or I love it. I love it. That's what I clicked. Okay, cool. Would you make a good waiter or waitress? Uh, no. I would do okay. I would be awful at it. Maybe, but I would never do it. I would be great. I'd say maybe, but I'd never do it just because I get stressed in <laughs> in busy situations. You know what? I get anxious in busy situations and relaxed situations. <laughs> because I'm re- anxious right now. Yeah, because in, in relaxed situations, my existential anxiety takes over and it's like, are you on the right path? Or, <laughs> but when I'm in like a stressful situation like at work, I'm like, I got to get this transaction done now. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, whatever that one is. Yeah. All right, next one. It's going to be a little tricky because I feel like... These are all been tricky. Dukes this... of Hazard quits hard. All right, well, this one is... <laughs> How often would you yell, Yeehaw! Constantly? More than you'd think, a lot, but less than you'd Sometimes hope. never. Sometimes? I mean, you can say you would never yell, Yeehaw! You don't know. You You'll know what never the issue, yell it. You know what the issue is, though? Now that it's in the ether, I'm probably you're probably going to catch me saying it a little bit more often than I normally do. So I'd say sometimes. Okay. 
but I usually say it sarcastically. Like, it's like, hey, we need to go to the dentist. And I'll be like, yeehaw, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like the bridge is out. How are you going to get across the street? I know how the Dukes would do it. They jump it. With your car? Yeah. Drive around? Yeah. Hmm, I have to think about it, but I'd probably jump it. <laughs> or call AAA to come help. The, what's AAA going to do about the bridge? I'll drive know. around. I'm a law-abiding citizen. I'm not one of good those Good for you. Boys. Are you good at sliding over the hoods of cars? I think I've tried it once. And how'd it go? I don't think it went... I think my, my ass got stuck on it. So I'm going to go with not so much. Yeah. So I, I think you need a fresh coat of wax on it, which these guys... The, the Dukes love their, their car. What is it? It's Trans Am? I will have to tell you something. I've never seen Dukes of Hazard. I've only seen like... I just thought it was a funny connection. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so they must wax their car a lot, probably, to be able to do that. So I'd say never. Okay. What circuit would you drive in? A stock car? NASCAR? I just like to drive fast for fun, or I'm not into cars. I'm not into cars. This is a terrible quiz for me. Because <laughs> everything that makes the Dukes of Hazard the Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> I, w- I would be a what, like a boom mic operator for the Dukes of Hazard. I would not be any of the Dukes. Here's one. Okay. How fun is it to climb through car windows? Not at all. It, it means <laughs> I locked my keys like in the car and I had to break it <laughs> with like a t-shirt wrapped around my hand. <laughs> all right. I'm going to get Boss Hog. I know I'm going to get Boss Hog. What do you think of Roscoe? I don't know who Roscoe is, but I ran cross country with a kid named Roscoe when I was in high school. What'd you think of him? He was a goofball, but he was nice. Very kind kid. So what are my options? Is that it? No. <laughs> that exact <laughs> that paragraph right, no. is, a, is an option. There's a write-in? No. He's a total pain. No. He wasn't so bad. No. He's kind of cute. Mm. cool guy too bad he's incompetent yes that last one <laughs> roscoe was a nice kid when i met him he was a he was a goofball so nice kid how often was uncle jesse right i'm just thinking of full house, full house. so that's what we're gonna have to go off of um <laughs> some of the time most of the time all of the time hardly ever <sighs> what was uncle jesse's catchphrase have mercy Okay, yeah, the chief called. That ain't it. So, uh, <laughs> what was the not, not non, none of the time, but the one before that? Some of the time? Some of the time. I'd say some of the time Uncle Jesse was right. That's no cut it out. So, how good do you look in a cowboy hat? I look good in anything. Okay. Is that what it is? Next. You already picked I'd look good in anything? Yes. Are you a good singer? Hun, am I a good singer? Yes, I'm awesome. I'm okay. Not really. You know what I'm going to no. do? I'm going to appease. You're going to like this. Uh-huh. You know how I feel about my singing, right? Even though I make music? Yeah. Yeah? I'm a great singer. Crystal, Crystal Method. Method. Yep. I'm amazing. Yep. Yes, I'm awesome. I got to have that confidence, just like Crystal Method. You want to sing us a little something? No, I don't. 
But unlike Crystal Method, I'm not going to power through. I'm just going to uh, to retreat to my, <laughs> okay. to my domain, to my sanctum. Right. How would your friends describe you? What friends? <laughs> Ooh, I was quick with well, that one. Well, then I'll describe you okay. as gorgeous. No, charming. Charming. You're charming. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been told I was charming. No, oh, I think you're charming. Oh, well, thank you. You're welcome. Do you get a lot of speeding tickets? I've gotten... One speeding ticket in my life. And the cop pulled me over and said, do you know why I pulled you over? And I said, no. And he goes, you were going 45 and a 30. And I went, oh, sorry. And he gave me a ticket, <laughs> which you're never supposed to admit guilt when you get pulled over. But Yeah. I'm going to say you get a few because that's the closest to one. All right. Yeah, fair. What do you think of Waylon Jennings? Why is this quiz so long? Who cares this and much about And Dukes of Hazard specific. I thought it was for... I'm just going to say he was okay. No, never heard of him. Never heard of him. Oh, there we go. If you found $100, what would you do with Keep it? Keep it. Put it in the bank? Buy clothes? Use it to detail my car or go out to dinner? I'd probably go out to dinner with it, honestly. I'd probably come home and be like, guess what I found and guess what we're doing. Oh, you would take me? Yeah. Oh, honey. But it wouldn't be like it would be like Browns. It wouldn't be like like a <laughs> okay. six seven seven prime five one eight. <laughs> All right. Do you ever skip out of work early? Like when they tell me, I can. So not without asking. In my old jobs, I used to. So, is there an option for that? No, not without asking. All right. All right. My old jobs, I'd go out. I'm like, oh, I have a sales call at three and in or three thirty in in uh, Troy, and then I just go to that. It, the <laughs> call takes ten minutes, and then I'm like, I'm just gonna go home. Nice, love that. I keep doxing myself here. <laughs> have you ever thought of being a journalist? I have actually. Oh, okay. I actually, when I got laid off, I applied to be a sports writer. They did not call me back. Oh, sorry. Honey. They probably wanted someone with sports writing experience. Experience. That would make sense, yeah. Um, do you like riding shotgun? No, I like to drive. Love it on occasion. Yeah, no, no, I like I to drive. Okay. I'd r- much rather be in the driver's seat. And I would much mather. Rutch mather. Rutch mather. I would rutch mather. It's related to... Uh, Dot and drive. Dale. Dan, rather. I'm confused. Do people ever call you naive? No, I don't think I've ever been called naive. Perfect. I'll choose not ever. No, there you go. Are you into short shorts? Yes. For yourself? Mm Mm-hmm. When when the NBA started, like players started going back to like the old school short shorts, I was like, you know what? I can dig it. Because I didn't like the like... The NBA like ankle length shorts and stuff like AI would wear. I liked AI, but it was like not like the Jalen Brown's got the short shorts now. And uh, yeah, I'd say short shorts. Right, sweet. I think I look good in short shorts. I think you do too. Nice. And oh, last fuck, one. I'm going to get Daisy Duke, aren't I? I don't know. Would you make a good boxer? <sighs> what are the options here? I would do okay. I would be awesome at it. No, I hate to fight. I would be awful. I th- think I'd do okay. All 
Honestly, I've thought about trying. I've always wanted to do chess boxing. Do you know what that is? No. It's where it's like a certain amount of time worth of chess, and then it goes to a round of boxing. Certain amount of time of chess, round of boxing. And the first person to win is the per- first person to either like win by decision or knockout or checkmate. It's the ultimate like battle of physicality and mental strength. Huh. Yeah. I don't know if it's legal. <laughs> I wonder if Boss Hog would be good at that. Is that what I got? Did I get Boss Hog? You got Boss Hog. Ugh, I got Boss Hog. No matter where you go, you tend to be the person in charge. You work hard and always claw your way to the top. People that don't know you think you take yourself a little lot more seriously than you actually do. You have a good sense of humor, and even though you always want to win, you do have limits on how far you go to get it. Oh, all right. You know, that's kind of fair, actually. I might be Boss Hog. You're dating Boss Hog. I love you, Boss Hog. Love you, too. <laughs> All, All right. Is, it, is that it? That is it. <sighs> um, thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Tune in next I, week. Shelby I, will probably be yeah, here. Yeah, I do apologize for all the uh, Shelby fans that slammed their laptops shut and threw their <laughs> iPhones in the back seat. Well, they're probably not still listening. Yeah, well... Just so only the true fans, the, the ones true that are Adam fans are still here. The ones that are listening, tell the Shelby fans. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Do you know what we say at the end? That'll do it. Come on. You got this. Oh, best wishes. Warmest regards. Ah.